Blog Talk Radio. Than, than I anticipated here. Um, 
just to uh, buy some time until she calls in, and then we'll have Icon do his whole uh, introduction spiel again um, once she does get on. Uh, but, Icon, I do got to ask you, uh, and, and Luke, I can ask you this as well, um, yeah. a, a topic of debate that a lot of people had had with me lately, and, and, and I've seen on Facebook and I've seen online and everything, uh, and again, while, while we're waiting for Melissa to come on, um, is is AEW at this point the new WCW? And I say that I say that because I know that's really what they what they had in mind when they created it. But when you look at the Monday Night Wars and the Attitude Era and, and, and the peak of what WCW was, I, I'm not talking '99 to 2001. I mean like '90 end of '95 through '98 in their prime. Is AEW right now that to the WWE, or are they still at this point, you know, six, seven years in, not not a threat? There's still hmm. a pimple on the monster's ass. <laughs> okay. I, I, I'd, okay. I'd have to say, I, I mean, WCW, uh, I would have to say more, I, would, I, I think they're more parallel with, like, TNA, in my opinion, currently, unfortunately. Oh, they really? Um, okay. Yeah, that's. I mean, I mean, you know, they have. Uh, they started so strong, and then it's just kind of like, you know, I, I don't know what what's going on over there, but it's like it just seems like. Well, um, a lot of people you know, say they, a lot of people say WWE has the better, I guess, stories, and you know, they have, I guess, the the deeper or deep enough roster and pockets to have something yeah. like the bloodline where you have a two-year storyline where you can just tell this story and really bring people in but a lot of people that at least are arguing for AEW here uh, are saying that they're better in the ring and Swerve Strickland actually came out and said yeah we're better in the ring they might tell better stories but we do our storytelling you know in, in action in the ring and um, yeah. you know again it's been a while since I've actually sat there and watched wrestling just because it has been so bad i mean i'll watch clips of bloodline and stuff here and there uh you know but i, I just I, I don't know because i mean wcw was some pretty good storytellers too in their peak uh i, I mean arguably yeah. the, the the crow the, the crow sting and hogan storyline was arguably the best wrestling storyline ever in any company so i mean i don't know and, if, uh, if AEW. look what they did to that storyline they learned that yeah one it's not like they lack money I mean Tony Khan Tony Khan is a billionaire as well I mean it's not it's not like they, they lack the pockets they they well, just I, I feel like until they sign some bigger names until they until they have that star power because the AEW is all about oh we're going to create the star we're going to bring these smaller names and we're going to create yeah. a star that people want sometimes you have to bring the bigger names in to be an anchor, and until they do that, I think uh, I think they'll still be second fiddle, honestly. Well, I, I mean, I don't know about because well, you know, got to look at what the, the WWE, uh, you know, when it was Federation, they they had the the lesser, uh, you know, they didn't have the big robust roster, but they made it work. You know, like if you have good storylines and yeah, but they can, also you, got their I mean, kicked for two and a half years. <laughs> so, you know, true, true. So that that's the thing. You know, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, it's true. Well, you guys, let's look at it like this. Let's look at it like this. All right, now W or uh, AEW. I mean, they had 
they they always they kept on saying, hey, we got a big announcement next week, and they, we got Jericho, and we got uh, Cody Rhodes, who they no longer have. We got CM Punk, who we no longer have. The whole thing about yeah. Tony Khan is when he came out and started shooting his mouth off saying that he was not going to make the same mistakes that Ted Turner made in WCW. And when uh, someone that I respect very much, Bill Bischoff, comes out and says, this guy is a clown, this guy is a moron, that stuck mm-hmm. with me. And that my opinion well, on Tony Khan is not necessarily. It wasn't necessarily mistakes that Ted Turner made. In fact, Ted Turner was the advocate for wrestling. He, he, he saw what they did. He wanted them there. It was the AOL Time Warner executives that they merged with that wanted to go to a more family-friendly programming uh, that really kind of did him in and, and, and took it out of the budget. It wasn't Ted Turner. But the, the thing is with, with AEW is oh, out. I, 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 noticed, I noticed that AEW was willing to be more edgy back when when um, WWE was still doing the PG thing. And they were like, oh, we're going to be, you know, kids TV, kid-friendly TV. And AEW came out with sort of that grittier, more raw product, which is what WCW had when they first started that made them successful. Now, since they've, they've moved away from that that uh, uh, PG product, and I'm not saying they're PG-13 by any means, but they moved away from a lot of that um, now I think, you know, AEW's got to change up their game plan a little bit because now watching Dynamite and watching Raw, I definitely feel like Raw is the more adult program now. AEW seems a little bit more childlike now. And, and it never well, used to be that. And the crisis, uh, uh, identity crisis on who was their, who was their main, like, who are, like, would you consider Kenny Omega or would you consider um, uh, even Jericho? Like, who was the, their, their marquee star now? Well, Cody Rhodes. Well, I know they're like trying they, to push, they they're trying him to push Moxley. Yeah, they're trying yeah, to push Moxley, but I, I mean, there's a reason why his other two Shield members are still in WWE, and he's over there. They haven't offered him a spot back because he he doesn't draw. He doesn't draw money. He's not a he's not a big money guy. He's good for what they need him for, but but you know, he was the weakest member of the Shield when he was in the Shield. So, who knows? Yeah. Um, well, I can't. Yeah. Uh, let me know if she's calling in, bro. I, I'm watching the phone here. I'm, I'm trying to, uh, you know, make sure I get her. I want to put her on right when she gets on. Well, I, I'm trying. Uh, it would be a, uh, it would be a number from the, uh, from the Twin Cities. So I'm trying to get, um, trying to get a hold of her here on Messenger. Um, well, for those you know, of you who see, are listening, seven one three, seven one three nine five five zero three five nine. Again, that's seven one three nine five five zero three five nine. If you want, want to ask Marissa a question when she finally does get on, or if you would like to talk about whatever discussion we happen to be talking about. Uh, you know, uh, you know, another reason why, uh, you know, we kind of launched launched the show in, in a way, uh, Big Swing. You know, this kind of goes back to our roots a little bit because this is how we started. Uh, was having a show just like this. Uh, remember, the show was invented to complain about how bad Monday Night Raw was and how bad <laughs> wrestling was at the time. And if you remember, that got bo- that that got boring really quick. So, uh, you know, and then we you know, we transferred to where we are now. I I think that wrestling has got me intrigued uh, once once again for the first time in a long time, and maybe it is. Um, 
uh, sadly, AEW's failures, like, you're always going to have a number two, it seems like, no matter what, right? I mean, yeah, and that competition's great. But, like, um, AEW seemed like it was going in the right way, and I, I don't know, it's just like they, they are making some silly silly pitfalls that, that just really seem like they could really look at WCW or, a, or CNA or uh, how many others have come and gone, um, you know, that they could draw from. But yeah, Moxley is probably not the. Uh, Moxley's great for maybe a a comment event. <laughs> I don't know, but like you know, his style is, you know, he's um he's I like Moxley, but I don't know if he could carry the company as far as like a, a Steve Austin. Well, who can carry like that? But you know, I don't know if he's got the, the, the you know the whole all the whole package to go. I like Jericho as a heel, though, you know, so, but he just needs a opponent oh, yeah. without Cody Rhodes. Well, I think, I think know, Jericho's so. best work, Jericho's best work even in WWE was as a heel. So, I mean, he's, he's just got that, you know, that punchable face and that, that high-pitched voice. Like, you just want to, <laughs> you just want to hate him. Um, I don't even know what it's big show. A little bit here. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty much. Um, he was, like, commentating so, or something. <laughs> Everything about him, yeah. But but swerving yeah. here for a second, Icon. Speaking of heels, um, do you do both of you actually think it's a good idea for Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, who the People's Champion, arguably a bigger star than Stone Cold in terms of of the people and his followers and the, his impact on the game? Do you feel like coming back after all this time with the mega heel? role that he's been in after, you know, and for those of you who haven't seen the video uh, where he slaps Cody, you might, you might want to go watch that on, uh, on the, uh, for the for the uh, WrestleMania pre-show thing, but uh, do you think that him coming back with this mega heel uh, persona is, is a good idea? Uh, uh, that takes yes, I do. You're good. I'm going uh, to say this, though. Uh, you uh, if anybody thinks that The Rock is going to win the title anytime soon, he's not. Because, one, he doesn't need the title. And uh, he'll be able to help out the company more by not winning the title. He can put more people over by not winning the title at WrestleMania. Here's what I think is going to happen. Uh, it's going to be, we already know it's going to be Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes. Uh, yep. I have no idea who Seth Rollins is going to face, but if there is any miracle way that CM Punk can get healed up by WrestleMania, which I doubt, that would be your next matchup. And I'm going to make a bold prediction right now. Main event, night one or two, will be Triple H versus The Rock. Ooh. Well, and, and, and here's how they can... Now, now, here's... Here's what they could do, though. You know how it was, uh, you know, it was supposed to be rocking moment, and then everybody complained, you know, as the rock came out and said, you know, Cody crybabies and the whole thing. Well, I, I honestly feel like if they want to do the whole head of the table match, uh, they can do that at Elimination Chamber. I, I, I believe that's the next pay per view in, in between the two. I, it could be Extreme Rules. I could be wrong, but but, but they have one more pay per view in between that's this month. They could do that head of the table thing at that show and then go on and do the Cody thing. Um, so, yes, I, I do I see that happening. 
but also I, I see happening. Um, you have a prediction? Well, I, I don't know about I don't know yeah. about Seth Rollins. I don't th- I don't think there's a big enough star on Raw for him really to have a match anyone would care about. But look, what, what's your prediction? Well, I got a, a prediction and, and follow with a question that goes. Uh, with a, I'll start off the question first. Uh, do you think that The Rock? Detracts from Roman Reigns, um, you know, being the top heel. Like, do you think that it's a now, 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 now going into that? Like, I could see how they could make it work with The Rock um, interfering with Cody Rhodes and uh, Roman Reigns' main event, and then in, inadvertently costing Roman Reigns the title, and then they could have that the the whole you know family feud after WrestleMania, uh, you know, or work that in some way where Cody walks with the belt. The, the Roman loses it because The Rock tried to interfere and ended up blotching it. Um, you know, that's if they want to go that route because that would set it up nicely to have the feud because I feel like The Rock showing up, is, if he's on uh, with Roman Reigns' side, then it immediately takes away their most marketable heel. I mean, like, you know, at least it takes the attention off of the belt and, and the, the, the position, which is dangerous. Uh, in my, you know, like, you want to keep that belt sacred if you're, you know... Um, in my opinion, you know, it's, it's well, just... Well, and for Backlash, which work. is the next pay-per-view after WrestleMania, I think Backlash, that, that would be a perfect name and a perfect match setup. Um, if they want to do it that way, yes, I, I think that, that would definitely be something... Well, The Rock's not going anywhere. He's a board member now. He's going to be around all the time. Um, well, my, my that's what he thing, says, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what he says. Well, my biggest thing, and Icon will know this. I, Icon will know this uh, uh, extremely, extremely well, and he's not going to be surprised at all that I say this. But now that Edge is gone, and Edge is Edge is all elite, who is who is you know my favorite uh, Edge, Adam Copeland. But my other favorite, my female favorite, I'm hoping to get back pretty soon. Hopefully by WrestleMania time. She just had a baby, but hopefully she'll be good as Alexa Bliss. And I want to see Alexa oh, Bliss wow. back and potentially go after. The uh, the Raw Women's Title. I I I don't like Becky Lynch. I, have, uh, I think she's corny. I have insight on that. Oh, she's on. I have insight yeah, on she's that. she's on. I got. Um, okay, so give us the insight, okay. and then I'll put the guest on. Yeah, give us the insight first. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, Alexa Bliss is going to come back at the same time as Charlotte Flair. We'll explain that, but let's get to our guest first. All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Joining us at this time, she is the most entertaining female singer in the history of the state of Minnesota. I give you my good friend at this time. She is Melissa Minnie Hathaway Morgan. Hey, Melissa, how are you? Hi, how are you? Good to have you with us. How's it going? It's going all right. How was your day today? Well, I'll tell you what, my day has been very good, but it just got better because you're on the you're on the you're on the show with us. I've been waiting for this yeah. all well actually I've been waiting for it all month, so this is gonna be fun. I'm excited that you guys had me yeah. here. Thank you very much. Uh, awesome. awesome. All right, so here's how we're gonna do this. Uh, here's how we're gonna do this, Melissa. Uh we we brought you on because there's a couple subjects that you wanna talk about and we're giving you open airways. And uh, there is no language barriers here. You can say what you want. You can uh, make it any way you want. We have uh, we have a good hour and uh, forty minutes here that 
you can air out everything. So basically, tell us uh, what the issues are, and then we're going to ask you some questions about that, and then we'll uh, we'll talk about it. So go ahead. Um, Icon. It yeah. Looks like she. It looks like she may have uh, popped off again. I, I don't know why, but she was on there, and then I set the phone down to, you know, do something, and 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 yeah, she's off. So she was on. <laughs> so you, uh, Minnie, if you, you are there, you've you already been in. There's a parallel number? universe thing going on. <laughs> Yeah, did you get the number? Text it to me. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll send it over. For some reason, there's um, somebody just doesn't want her on the air here. I mean, maybe you know what? Maybe it's uh, maybe it's Miley calling in and uh, sabotaging. <laughs> um, zero three five nine. Zero three five nine. And, and for those of you who are listening, uh, we don't normally have these kind of issues. Usually things are all set up and fine and ready to go. The problem is my dumbass forgot that we do a Tuesday show now, and I didn't have it set up, and I'm running it from my phone because I'm running errands right now instead of setting it up from the computer. Uh, you, the uh, so, uh, that's uh, the Big Swing, you sent me the blog talk number. Yeah, that's the number you want. I need right? her number. Oh No, oh, I need I, her I, number. I, I, I don't know her number, man. I I saw a nine five two and I put her on, and then when I checked again, it it, it got cut off. Well, it should it should say it's still on the board. Uh, number just disconnected. Nope. Uh, as soon as it disconnects, it disappears from the board. That's how it works. Oh well, usually it sticks around for a while, but I'll ever call back again. Yep. Uh, yeah. Ha- have her try back again and uh, apologize. To her for the uh, technical snafu, but uh, we should be. We should. I'm gonna. I'll the, light a candle and I'll send some good vibes out into the universe here. <laughs> yeah, cause, we'll get it. Come on, Melissa. Come on home. Instead Come of on home, Melissa. We we'll got the door why. open for you. <laughs> hey, 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 Ed, go. You know what? Yeah, so, um. You know, there, there's something else I want to talk to you guys about. Yeah, oh, real yeah. quick, what is it? Because, uh, uh, you know, there's, uh, you know, there's uh, certain rules that we have to follow on 89.1 Kent FM, right? We can't, uh, you know, we can't go, uh, for lack of a better term, balls to the wall like we used to do before we got at Kent FM because he has no seven-second delay and there's no, you know, we have to have PG language unlike the way it used to be. But there yeah. is one gentleman in the wrestling realm that whose ass I want to completely kick. And uh, <laughs> I, I, can you guys, do you guys uh, have any idea who that might not, who that might Ooh. be? Ooh. Uh, can you give us um, uh, maybe a, like a time frame? What is his age, or is he above six foot? <laughs> uh, I'll, uh, I'll give you, I'll give you the initials. V okay. R. V R. V R. Oh, that's gonna narrow it down. V R. Um, oh, I was gonna go Val Venus, but that doesn't look good. V R. Ooh. By the way, Icon, I'm running it. I'm running it from a computer now, so it will be much 
Okay. okay. He is back on, so let's let's cross our fingers here and we'll get to who Icon wants to whose ass he wants to kick after. I'm going to go ahead and copy this number so that if we have to call her back because Blog Talk Radio is 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 a terrible um then we will we will do that. So I'm I'm gonna just copy this before we put her right. on. Okay. This is the, the Griswold moment with the uh the, the lighting of the uh house. Here we go. No, the, 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 this is more Not like a uh, uh uh an an icon uh you know <laughs> I into it, but um here, okay. So now I got the number in case we gotta call her back. Now I'm gonna put her on. Now again, crossing fingers, hopefully everything works. I gotta step aside for a second. I'm going to let you two take it. I'll be back on in like 15 minutes once I get home. But I'm running it from the computer, so let's let's okay. go. All right. Here we go, Icon. She is three, two, oh. one, on. Okay. Crossing fingers. Here we go. Okay. Hey, Melissa. Sorry about that. Uh, there, there, there must be uh, some higher power that really must not want you to talk about this <laughs> subject. Someone is, yeah. is sabotaging your phone, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, oh my God, you're already you already know what's going on. Yes. So, I've been charging my phone all day today. I I went to call you guys at six o'clock. My phone just powered down. It shut down. I don't know why. But I plugged it in and I started charging it again. And then as soon as I called you, it just went down again. And so, I'm here again. I didn't hang up on you. Um, There's no Ouija board I, present, right, Melissa? Well, I think- no, oh, Melissa, I... Melissa, are you... <laughs> Melissa, I used to be a debt collector. I used to be a debt collector. I'm used to people hanging up on me. <laughs> but anyway, that's a whole other story. But uh, so, so Melissa, since I've already introduced you, uh, let's kind of get into the topic. Uh, let's talk about what's going on, and then uh, we'll ask you some questions, and we'll fill in some more blanks. So kind of let us know what uh, what is going on with uh, you and a certain artist. So, Icon, uh, I'm looking at the computer here, and it says her number is dropped. So I don't know if it's a reception issue that she's having or what it is, but um, it, it keeps kicking. She said it's her phone. So, she oh, she says phone. it's her phone? Yeah, it powered well, down. Uh, probably charger or something, quiet battery. Um, or just reception. I mean, you know how well, that makes reception Well, when she calls back in, when she calls back in, we'll put her in. Uh, text me her number. Uh, but anyway, uh, so have you guys figured out VR? I'm I'm racking my brain here. I'm like Viscera, Balvinus, uh, VR. Who's the R? Wow, that's a that's a good that's a I can't believe I'm so stumped on this. And uh, VR. Should, I, should I give you another hint? Should I give you another hint? Yes. Yeah. yeah. One more hint. <laughs> Uh, so-called writer. So-called writer. Oh, oh Vince uh, Russo. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a that, that's that a line list. That wordless, that wordless piece of shit, goddamn motherfucker. Let me tell <laughs> you something. Been, he has been out of the game so long that when you said wrestling figure, I didn't even think of him because he's been out of it so long. Well, he's still yeah, he's still got his predictions. I always managed to see that bearded. Uh, Gentlemen. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Him, him and that wordless, him and that wordless, bro, 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 bro you goddamn bastard. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you what, so this, this, let me tell you about this bastard. 
Let me tell yes. you about this son of a bitch. He has a podcast where he has people pay a bonus to ask a question on his show. What? Wow. Okay? Bro. You, to get on his podcast, you you can pay like four ninety nine or three ninety nine or whatever it is to then he'll put your question on the air. Now let me tell you <laughs> something. He comes out and goes, he comes comes out and says at the beginning of every show. If you have a problem with me, if you have a want to talk to me about anything, if you have any issues with me, let me know. And I'll talk to you about it. You can come on this show, and we'll talk about it. Well, you are Vince You are a lion piece of dog. <laughs> and I'm going to line up. I'm going to line up three people. I'm, I'm going to line up three people, and you and you have to like, like you ever played that old game, fuck, marry, kill. Well, it's sort of the same thing, except it's you're not marrying or fucking any of them but it's, it's more <laughs> you know you, you you get to punch one in the face well you get to punch all three of them in the face but you get to pick your highest priority to punch in the face first i'm lining up honky tonk man dv ray and vince russo who's who, who's who's first uh uh vince, vince, uh, vince russo uh gets punched in the face kicked in the face uh i will do a kinder, kinder <laughs> stick to the face and uh, I, then I will, uh, I will, I will uh, uh, kick him in the dirt and watch him roll over and die. Okay, that's him. <laughs> oh, uh, bro, I, I, didn't had, I didn't know we had Jim Cornette with us tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honky Tonk Man, Honky Tonk Man, I will give him a guitar to the face and a junk <laughs> punch him in the man business. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you know that's funny because I I always got a sense about him. <laughs> yeah, he, he Icon is um, Icon holds. In case you haven't figured it out, look, Icon holds grudges. Just just in case you haven't figured that well, out. Well, if they're if they're justified, I mean, like you know, I've heard these guys. They don't have too many. I mean, they have a lot of people they've pissed off. Apparently, and I mean, I've Talky Talk Man alone has destroyed some of my uh, you know favorite wrestlers just in interviews, and I could never figure out where is you know. I mean, he talked bad about Rick Rude after the man had passed away, and I thought that was kind of like, you know, that was terrible, yeah. you know. And um, when, when it comes to, to Stevie Ray? Yeah. Yeah, Stevie Ray. When it comes to Stevie Ray, if I He'll came up upon up him and I saw him scuba diving, uh, well, yeah, uh, Harlem Heat. Uh, if I saw, if I came up on Stevie Ray and I saw him uh, scuba diving, I'd take a piss down his air hole. <laughs> right. So, um, so Luke, just to give you a little backstory on that, uh, we yes, had Stevie yes, Ray please. on, and we we, we had Stevie uh, Ray on, and um, you know, we back when Granny Holkster was with us, she she had she's been having some health problems, and her husband is in really bad shape health wise, so she she's been oh, taking some yeah. time off the show, and uh, but during that interview, you know, Icon is Icon, he's 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 brash, abrasive, you know, he has his way of interviewing people, I guess, as a particular style. And Tells it like you know, it is. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, basically. But but Granny wanted to uh, ask him something, and uh, he asked, she asked him a question, whatever, and then Icon, you know, went back into his spiel after, and, and, and Stevie goes, hold on, I, I have one more thing to ask. And, and uh, he goes, 
Randy, why aren't you running the show? Like, like, like I don't mind if, you know, I, I want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to him, Bas- basically is what he said. I mean, this was two oh, years wow. ago. Basic, basically is what it was. Um, wow. And, and, yeah, I kind of had really forgotten given him about that um, since then. So, I don't blame him, uh, And then, obviously, Hawk Talk Man, we, we explained before, was the Obama's Basement Radio thing. And then um, we had the um the whole Ventruso thing which is his own his own game. I didn't I didn't like what he did, you know, in the companies, but I, I don't have a personal vendetta against him. But yes, explain well, I what's a, what's a Vince Russo beef. Well I'll tell you what. I have asked Vince Russo to come on our show. The 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 the, the, the freaking guy won't man up and get his New York lazy ass on our program. <laughs> Okay. Now, did you, did guys you start ever the see bro? the movie? <laughs> yeah. Did you guys ever see the movie Forty Two? Forty Two. That sounds really familiar. Uh, now I don't believe. Oh, about Jackie Robinson? No, I I've heard about it. No, I didn't see that one. I wanted to see it though. We'll check it out. Okay. Well, Forty Two is about uh, Jackie Robinson. As as you know, he wore number forty two. And every major yes, league baseball yes. team has retired that number, number 42. But anyway, there yes, was a yes. scene. There was a scene in the movie where Jackie Robinson got hit in the head again. Okay? Mm. And uh, there was a bench crewing brawl. And Eddie Branca uh, comes out, and uh, uh, he's, he's ready to go after the pitcher who hit Jackie Robinson. And uh, the pitcher said... Well, why don't you come and get me, you wop bastard? And uh, Eddie Branca says, I'll show you a wop bastard. Well, let me tell you something. Vince Russo is a wop bastard. <laughs> so have you, have, you, have you gotten any, any word in your inbox or anything about is she calling her back in? Does she need a phone? Like what, what's the, 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 the situation with that? Well, well, she's trying to get her phone working, you know. Um, she's probably got to charge it up, but uh, maybe it's not done. You know, it might be completely zero bar, you know. Calling, calling the landline or something. Yeah, I'm but sure here's the deal, though. What's the landline? That's right. This, this, uh, this interview is eventually going to happen, so we you are definitely going to have her on. And a half. Well, you got until you got 9 o'clock. you got plenty of time. Yeah. And you guys, uh, I'm going to let you guys, uh, now, I I don't want you guys to think I'm racist because I'm not. And uh, I don't know if you guys know what, do you guys know what a WAP is? What a what is? I've heard it it before, but I'm not sure of the origin. (laughs) WAP is usually someone uh, that's of uh, Italian descent. Yes. Uh, And uh, WAP. WAP is without papers. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. As a matter of fact, huh. there used to be a high school team in North Dakota called the Wapiton Waps, and uh, wow. that was back in the seven. That was back in the seventies and early eighties. Uh, believe it or not, that's uh, that's not their team name anymore. 
They don't keep that one. You know, I was just thinking I'm in Wildwood and there's a big uh, chubby checker thing. So there's a lot of doo-wop going around. I don't know if that's (laughs) anywhere near the ballpark. (laughs) I need to step away for just a little bit. Uh, I'm going to let you guys, I'm going to be listening, but I got to, uh, you know, tomorrow is Valentine's Day. And uh, oh. I want to keep out of the dark room, so I just got to run and get my uh, uh, wife a big box of chocolates that's at this store. And not that anybody cares, but this particular box of chocolate is on sale right now for eighty nine ninety nine. So I'm going to go buy that real quick. Ooh. I'll be listening, and then I'll be back. So you guys take the show until I get back. All right, Icon. Got it. So, so um. Big swig, gotta ask you. I mean, what do you, what are your thoughts on uh, NXT nowadays? Oh, did I lose everybody? Am I the only one left? Am I no, alone? no, you're, but I, 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 uh, I, had, I, to, I had to put it on you here for a second. Oh, sorry, yeah. man. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I might have done something like wrong. I said, I'm home now. Um, so I'm not, I'm not running this, you know, like usual from from work, like if I was covering football or whatever. So I'm. Uh, you know, because that's over for the year. So I'm trying to, you know, mute, you know, with a baby and oh. dogs and yeah, no any worries. background. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I was I was thinking when you said, um, you know, you don't care for Becky Lynch. I was like, man, you know, I really like Rhea Ripley, um, her character. Uh, I mean, I liked it before, and uh, I like her with the longer hair. I mean, but, like, and um, she just seems like one of the powerhouses in the female industry also that I, I think she has. A good. I mean, she's already got a great career going, but she's got a longevity. Um, and she's yeah. I, I like what she's doing with, with, last, with the dark you know? hair and the, yeah. I like what she's doing with the, yeah. with the more gothic look. But I mean, you know, Rhea Rhea is yeah. No, she definitely is a powerhouse for sure. But I think that she wasn't really going anywhere with her previous gig. I think that's why they had to make change because yeah. her, her previous gig was too much like other celebrities. Uh, not celebrities, excuse me, like too much like other um, uh, in the female division. So, I mean, it's possible. But here, so here's here's what we got. Now, we're going to pray. Um, if, if if you guys believe in a higher being, we're going to pray here uh, that all the phone issues have been fixed. I actually do have to step aside. I've been, I've been on the line here trying to keep the show afloat uh, while we were waiting for the interview. So hopefully I can have about 10 minutes to – Get everything in order here, and everything stays on the line. So I'm going to put her on again, Icon, and uh, we are going to go from there. So the 952 number is on. So there we go. <laughs> and now, and, and now, Icon drops. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, this Tuesday show is just not meant to be. But anyway, Tuesday before Valentine's. Hello, yes, we can hear you. Yes. Hi. Hey. You got awesome. everything figured out with your phone? <laughs> I don't think this is anybody's fault here. My phone just wasn't staying on when I called you guys. I have less than 2% right now. And it's still charging, but I'm just nervous that while I'm on the phone with you, it's going to just die again. So I'm hoping it's not going to. Well, if you have it on the charger, it should be fine. I do. 
I yeah, feel. then it should be but fine. Did, the only way the we would point. worry about that is if you didn't have it on a charger. But Yeah, I did have it on the charger the whole time I called you guys. So, oh, you know what? Well, I, I've had so many issues and so many phones. One one thing um, I found out in, in my experience with them that like sometimes if the charger itself, you know, that, that might be, if that's not the issue, um, sometimes it just you um, try to like maybe the port uh, when you get a chance or whatever. Um, it might be I've had I, I've taken um like even a toothpick or a Q-tip or whatever, and sometimes just if you just hit the uh, ports, the connection might be um not getting the full connection, you know what I mean? Like, um, just a, just a, like, you know, just a, something to try that's a nice, quick, cheap fix. Like if it, you know, if it is that, but I that, that I've noticed cause I've always dropped stuff and sometimes it might get really, something in there and it might stop. I really appreciate it a lot. This has never been an issue. So, so, um, I don't know. Oh, man, I, 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 I don't have this problem throughout my whole day today and yesterday and the day before. So, but, um, I, I blame, I really might be some, I blame Icon. I think it's, I think it's bad <laughs> luck. I think Icon is bad luck. Yeah. Um, you know, we've never had this issue. We've never really had this issue either. But um, but also when I when I usually run the um, the show for our Monday night show, uh, I, I mean I work in sports radio up here in New York, so I'm usually running it from like one of our sister studios or something. And you know, I have it up on the on the big screens with the stuff and the soundboards and the mic and all that stuff. And, I'm actually off tonight and uh, had forgotten about the show, so I um, I made it real quick and I was running it off a phone. And I'm actually now home, so I have it you know up on the laptop. But uh, I, I thought maybe that could have been one of the reasons as to why it kept cutting. Because every time the phone would well, go to lock screen, I don't know, it would, but this it isn't an, the only thing I can say is this hasn't been an issue for me, and I just find it weird that. God invites me to a show to talk about some of the music that I've written, um, my experience um, with some of some of the women in the in the industry in the music industry, and um, meet with you guys, and then all of a sudden my phone won't stay on. So that's I'm not going to go further into it because I'm not really superstitious. Um, I don't I don't really like to fall into that sort of mentality, but um, I hear you. But yeah, so oh, how many people here? We've got we have two people on the phone. We have a New Yorker. I saw that this is a Texas number. So <laughs> well, we got Luke from Jersey. Luke from Jersey. Going, yeah, Jersey, Jersey, Jersey and New York, and then um, Icon is from uh, Fargo, yeah. North Dakota. Now he we got Fargo, North Dakota. Okay, so that's like, don't you know? Don't you know? And then we yeah, got some yeah. Jersey. We got some New York. Well, you know, funny. They, they say we talk. They say we talk funny with the, you know, Kai. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, the with the with the nah, water. Don't talk. Don't don't make fun of my But I went to go visit. I went to go visit Icon, and and uh, I landed there, and they're like, hello. They're like, hello. Thank you for visiting Fargo. Hope you have a good day. I was like, what the heck? You know? Yeah, it was it was wild. Um, I, I knew a girl in the army from Minnesota. I got to see you. I've been Hindu for 23 years, and um, although I do go to the church services still, I love my people from India. I go to the temple out here in in Maple, uh, Minnesota, actually, and one of the second largest Hindu temples in the nation is in New Jersey, actually. Nice. I want to play something. When we're speaking of Minnesota, I wanted to play something. Are, Are you okay with, like, Questionable material, like something like like Absolutely. language or any of that kind of stuff. 
I mean, I, you know what? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very grown adult. Um, okay. I, I didn't want to offend anybody. Grown. I've heard everything you could possibly imagine. Um, and so probably, yeah. <laughs> okay. So while we're waiting for Icon then, uh, tell, tell, tell me this doesn't sound familiar. Peter Lois is your wife. You should be defending her, not talking trash and gossiping behind her back like some kind of Midwestern teenager. Did you gals hear about Allie Gallagher? She let Alan Ackerman smack her in the back with his tallywhacker behind the snack shack. What? Nobody here in Maryland understands a single word you're saying. You should move back to Minnesota. I can't go back. I Snapchatted Matt Gakarak a Kodak on my ass crack. So that is what I think of when I think of Minnesota and and, and, and Kodak you know what they say, don't you know? You've got to go to a hockey arena and play some hockey there and, and maybe watch the North Stars and, you know, yeah, Ludafisk. Eat some Ludafisk. Well, anyways, we're, we're waiting on Icon here, uh, but uh, I, and I know he would be kind of upset if I, uh, if, I, if I took the reins, but I don't know what happened. Maybe he's having phone issues too. So let's, you let's guys, get into all a little I know bit of is that I've got 2%. I've got 2%. Yeah, 2%. Let's get into a little bit of. We're Let's get into there. a little bit of what he, <laughs> of what he told me. Well, we'll get into a little bit of what he told me. Well, we'll get into a little bit of what he told me, and that was something that inter- yeah. interested me, actually. And that yeah. was uh, – and I'm going to jump right to the chase here. We'll, we'll get into your background, and we'll do all that. But the one thing that really interested me was you yeah. have a, a claim, at least according to Icon, that Miley Cyrus stole your song. What 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 is that? Yeah, so she didn't steal a song of mine. What she did? Okay, so Icon was wrong as usual. Okay. No, 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 yeah. he's not wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> I think it, he's not wrong. I'm glad that he contacted me, and I'm glad that he reached out to me regarding this because I was extremely upset about the series of events that took place. And essentially, what happened was, is I wrote an album called Flores, Flowers. So in Espanol, it's Flores. In English, it's Flowers. And I wrote an entire album with 10 to 13 tracks that were all written without a team of people. So I didn't hire ghostwriters. I didn't hire musicians to play the bass or the drums and then write melodies on the songs. I didn't hire people to write the lyrics. I wrote every single track on the album front to back by myself with the bass. Oh. So it was it was time it is time stamped. I do have attorneys, I have entertainment attorneys that are on this. Um there's been circulating rumors that she is claiming that she wrote flowers due to mm-hmm. Bruno Mars's I should have bought you flowers. So she's claiming that 11 years ago Bruno Mars that wrote, I, you know, I should have bought you flowers. Do you know that song? As part of I was, I was your man. That was the song. If I was your man, that was the right, song. Right. Yeah, yeah. So her whole yeah. claim with this is that it has nothing to do with my album. Um, the things that I've heard from some of her people out in Los Angeles, where I used to live in Los Angeles. I've been to New York, Chicago, Miami. I've traveled the country. I've been overseas. I used to live in Los Angeles. Um, people gossip and say this industry is really, really cutthroat, really wicked, and it is. I mean, I had a, a team of people that I had collaborated with that also relocated to Los Angeles that that knew 
the name of my album that knew what I was working on. And there's a possibility, uh, the attorneys that I've spoken to, somebody could have leased it and sold it to her team. Well, I was going to say, would that be a compliment, though? Would that be a compliment to to, to your music that somebody like Miley Cyrus found out about a song that you put out? Like, that's good, right? No? I I don't think so, because here's the thing. I think that there's, like, there's the whole... Um, when you're when you're emulating someone's style, and if you're if you're following somebody's style that's iconic, it's kind of like it's flattery, right? There's but there's mm. a difference. There's a difference in like people like Lady Gaga. Um, the beginning of her career, she wore the combs around her boobs like Madonna did, and she put all the cross yeah. in her mouth. But all of that mm. was taken from Madonna's career, right? Like she was copying. Yeah pop music and she even said this in interviews she was like i've been studying pop music i've been studying how to make it and i've been a fame monster and you know she says who she is so with that being said miley cyrus did hannah montana her dad is billy ray cyrus we know that she was born into money and i'm not saying that all people that are born into money or people that are nepo babies are bad but i think that they have an advantage and i think that sometimes with that there's a sense of entitlement meaning they think they can just do whatever they want all the time and it's okay unless they're held accountable. And when somebody has worked their whole life without money and they've worked from the ground up and they don't have dads like Taylor Swift where Taylor Swift's father paid a lot of the beginning of her career, Taylor Swift might have been singing and she might have been playing the guitar and writing things. Nonetheless, her father put the bill for all of it. And so there's people out here that do not have that life. There are people out here that have to work four, five, six, seven, eight times harder than children that are privileged, that have an advantage, and that gain a sense of entitlement that thinks that they can just go around doing things to stay relevant because they ran out of material to write themselves. Mm. So instead they just yeah. take it from other people to put them back on the map. And in return – they take the sales out of that person, you know? Well, that's true. They take the that is definitely that yeah. The experience is Right, and then they claim it as their own. I mean, the victors make the story, you know, and if you become silent and you don't say anything, then they can continue picking on you forever, and the girls will joke about it in Hollywood. And we all know, I mean, I know who the nice girls are in Hollywood, and I think the majority of the public knows who the mean girls and who the nice girls are because – Demi Lovato's talked about it. Jennifer Hudson's talked about it. Ariana Grande has had issues. It's very apparent that the four worst women in the industry are Beyonce, Lady Gaga, Stephanie Germanata, Miley Cyrus, and Taylor Swift. The four of them, they talk. They're very close-knit. They're all all billionaires. You know, Mm. Beyonce has now went on tour with Taylor Swift. Yes. Well, well, I'm saying, yeah. I'm, I'm saying this. I will tell you that people from Beyonce's team re- reached out to me to work with them and to go to Texas. And it was based wow. on the fact, it was, it was based on the fact that I wasn't fully white. It was based on the fact mm. that her team found out that I had Spanish heritage and white heritage and so I came to the understanding that she would not work with me for 20 years because she thought I was fully white. 
Then when she found out that I was Spanish, she was willing to work with me because she's real. She identifies as real. So now, when I turn down the offer to drive down to Texas with not much money in my pocket, also, I've never been to Texas. I've never been to the state of Texas, and I'm supposed to just drive to Texas. Hear me out here. When When Roe v. Wade, when Roe v. Wade, for the first time ever, has been overturned after Ruth Bader died, and as a woman that's been through trauma, with a multi-billionaire, okay, I'm supposed to drive oh. across the country to meet with a girl that wouldn't work with me for 20 years solely based on the fact that she thought that I was fully white. Now, my that's argument that's with this was, yes, that is crazy. And my, my issue with this was all of the women have a tendency to be divas. I can be a diva. We can all be divas. Right. But, but the reality is, is some of these artists have track records. And people are afraid to talk about it. And this and that, and I don't, I don't care anymore. I don't have any fear. I, I know who my provider is. I have faith, and I don't have any fear. So my thing is this. She worked with Gaga. She did telephone with Gaga. You know, she bailed Lady Gaga out of jail in the video. Lady Gaga's on plenty of fish. She gets into the pussy wagon. She takes a bite out of the honey, the, 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 the honey bun, right? And she's like, mm, uh-huh, honey, right? Which is the meaning of my name, by the way. That's the meaning of my name. We'll go into that. And she bails her out of jail, right, because Gaga did something bad. So Gaga's Italian, right? Stephanie Germanata is Italian. I don't hate Italians. I've worked with Italians before, but I know my history. And I know that Spain was invaded by the Roman Catholic Church, and all of the indigenous peoples were Catholicized. So, That's true. if Beyonce wants to tell me that her argument is she won't work with someone because she thought they were fully white, but when she found out they were part indigenous and of Spanish heritage, then because she's Creole, she's willing to work with them. At that point, in the money you got, and the fact that you've got connections everywhere, and the fact that I know that your husband had affiliations with Aaliyah. We all know what happened to Aaliyah. Aaliyah's wow. dad, rest in peace. I loved Aaliyah. I loved her. Yeah. A lot of people love her, and a lot of people miss her to this day. And I'll never not love that girl, ever. Oh, but man, she was that, just starting to act, too. Oh. Yeah, and, and after that happened, you know, Beyonce gave Sierra a really hard time. In fact, Beyonce and Jay-Z took drunken love from Future which was Sierra's boyfriend at the time. And Future had to go on for seven years holding a lawsuit with Jay-Z and had to sue Jay-Z for credits to Drunken Love because Jay-Z and Beyonce ripped it off. They broke that couple down. And Future then ended up cheating on Sierra, and Sierra left Future, and she went and dated Russell from the NFL, and she had four or five kids with him. You know, I wish wish her the best and hope she's doing well. She, She dropped a track with Chris Brown recently, but I know that she was another girl in the industry that Beyonce was not nice to, along with Carrie Hilson. And there hey, are Maru? other. Yeah. Well, Icon, Icon is on, by the way. I, I was just going to say before I step off, I was going to say history, history has been written by the victors. I mean, that, that's, how, that, that's how it is. Like right. History, if you think right. of every world war, yeah, every everything, history is written by who yeah. wins. So right, but no, here's, that, that's what I'll I leave mean, it at here. But Icon, I, I'm going to let you ask and, and let you finish this for a second. I do have to step back because now that we finally have everybody on and everyone's good, I finally have to get settled and whatnot. But um, it, it, 
I will be back on shortly, but Icon, you are on now. I will be listening in one headphone, but I do have to finish something work-related. So, Icon, um, you are on. Hopefully, both of you are able to stay on now phone-wise, and we will be good to go. So, yeah, Icon, my... if you have anything else, Melissa, go. Well, you know, yeah, I'll tell you I... what, Melissa, I want, to kind of pick, I want to kind of piggyback on that a little bit. You mentioned that she didn't want to work with you because she thought you were totally white. I thought that yeah. kind of stuff – I thought that kind of stuff – Left a long time ago. Now look at uh, look. Yeah, let's look killed. back in the fifties. Let's look back in the fifties with Buddy Holly. When he uh, went into the Apollo Theater, they said there's no way a white act could play the Apollo. And look okay. what happened. Look what Buddy Holly said to turn it up on his face. You know, he went in there. I... He performed, and they got over that. And I thought that yeah. kind of stuff was over with, but apparently it still is a thing. You know, I think here's the thing. You know, I, I think there's a lot of politics involved in it, and there's history involved in it as well with how the black community was treated by white people. And I think that a lot of people have spent time ignoring that and minimizing it, and I don't think that's okay. Um, I don't know if that has something to do with what she thought my – my racial background was, and she was, I guess, confused about my racial background, but I feel like in my heart there's room for everybody. I've purchased a lot of these women's albums, um, not as people to emulate or look up to or idolize because I never looked at it like that, but just like anybody else in the NBA, any other sports field um, that they're in, they might have things from other players that they want to be in the same ring with, right? So, and they want to support them, and it's kind of like a way of having good sportsmanship. So, you know, I put money towards other artists and believed in them, and I think that in my heart and in my soul, I just thought that people would be the same way back. And I came to find out that that wasn't the case, and I was, I was rudely mistaken by that again and again and again. And when the girls became a group together and they decided to do this together, and this is why I will mention this, because Beyonce specifically wanted to save her reputation by what I just told you. And the reason I know this is because when I was supposed to have my album release at Pride Festival last year at, at, at the Pride Festival in Loring Park in Minneapolis, Minnesota, okay, Beyonce contacted Taylor Swift, who is white, to go on tour with her to debunk the myth of what happened between her and I. So, because if she showcased herself with Taylor Swift, everybody would be like, well, clearly that's not right because she's on tour with a white girl. She's on tour with Taylor Swift. And coincidentally, I was set to record out of Paisley Park. Well, Beyonce came up here the same year as my album release before Miley Cyrus released her single track, Flowers, where she had the intention of suing me for royalties for my whole album named Flores, named Flowers. And so when that took place, Beyonce came up here with Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift played at Pride Festival, which was my back, my backyard at Oak Grove Street for 15 years and partially where I wrote the album Flowers, right on that street, right on that block. And so when that happened and, and Beyonce came up here, her and Taylor Swift knew very well exactly what they were doing. They called each other ahead of time. They decided to go on tour together. Taylor might not know the backstory between Beyonce and I, but she's going to find out eventually because I'm not going to shut up about it. So 
the reality is that they came up. Beyonce then went and took all of her dancers through Paisley Park. And then at that point, she went to the brass rail, and she went to strip clubs downtown and took all of the choreographers and the strippers and the dancers. And she hired them, and she brought them on tour. Wow. Then, then her boyfriend, Jay-Z, her husband, sorry, I'll stand corrected with that one, husband, <laughs> her, that, her husband then tried to buy Prince Studios from Londale McMillan. And Londale McMillan took Prince Studios from Prince's estate, from his family. So I know because I, I gave entertainment attorneys to help Prince's family with what took place with, the, with Prince's estate to try to get it back to their family. So hey, anyway, Melissa? yes. Uh, you know, Melissa, I, and I don't want I don't want to get political here, but I'll tell you what I have said this. Uh, I said this a long time ago. That our country, when it came to racism and stuff like that, uh, went off the rail November 22nd, 1963, in Parkland, uh, uh, in, Park, uh, in, in Dallas, Texas, when Kennedy was assassinated. That's when this yep. country went off the rail. Yeah, that, that's okay. a good. That's just, I wow. Mean, that, definitely, yep. that definitely happened. I agree with you, but I think it went off the rail before that when Malcolm X died. When Martin Luther King died, I mean, those were two great men that were not sworn in as presidents, but they were just as good as that, Kennedy. That whole and, decade right, was just I, crazy. And so, then I think, real quick, then I think, and this is my opinion, of course, that the country kind of started getting back on track out of the racist stuff on January 20th, 2009, when Barack Obama was nominated and became president. That's my opinion. People, uh, I know I get hate tweets on that, but that's my opinion. I think, you know, I don't, I don't really, I don't know what the stats are on that. I know that I've heard people in the black community joke, like, you, you know, you're one of the white people that said you voted for Barack, but you know what? I proudfully voted for Barack and Michelle and, and their daughters and their family. I supported them. I was, I was somebody that was completely... Um, people can yell at me and say, oh, he's a socialist, this and that and whatever. But at that time, we had, ne- we had Frederick Douglass, um, but we had never had a black president. And I remember Tupac in his raps before he was shot and killed. And he used to say, never, you know, never lived to see a black president. And, and, and that alone, I had people actually mad at me that I had voted. I didn't vote for him just because he was black, but... You know, I was part of the change, and I was part of. I wanted to be part of the change, and I wanted people in my community to be part of the change, and I wanted people to take a chance on him and his wife and his family, and so I put my money where my mouth is, and I put the vote in. Right. And I I'll do think what, that. I want, I, and I don't want I to do get think, political here. I do think. I do think that there were people that were upset by his presidency. I do think that there were people that were angry that there was a man that had a lot of controversy around his name and his birth certificate. And I think that um, he got a lot of crap, but I supported him during that period of time. I think that when it comes to music today, I think that there is room for everybody. And if you are white, black, Spanish, if you are mixed, if you're biracial, if you're triracial, if you're from another country and you move to the United States, 
And this is where you want to be because you want to make the impossible possible and you want to make your dreams happen and you have a drive and a will and a way. I think that that's amazing and that's beautiful. And I think anybody that has the desire to do that, nobody should be able to stop them. Not just because you're a billionaire and because you don't like somebody and you don't want to share, you don't want to share your, your celebrity status with them. You don't want them to take away from your money. You don't, you, you know, I mean, why, why are these girls fighting me so hard? What, what, what have I done? I mean, I must be a really good singer if they've got to fight me this long and then give me these, these one-liners of bullshit, you know, along with um, my entire album, by the way, is timestamped. It's all timestamped. All of my attorneys have it. So if the girls want to hack me or hire hackers or whatever next they want to do, we're ready. Our team is ready. You know, I walk in the face. I'm not afraid. And... You know, there's room for everybody. There's no reason why somebody has to think that they're the queen bee. Because I'm going to tell you what. Her name might be Beyonce, but my name means honeybee. My name, Melissa, means sweet honeybee. And in Spanish, you can Google this. In Spanish, it means miel. Miel. That's why all the honey has mellow, mellow honey, mel, the Almond Brothers, sweet Melissa. It all comes from the root word of the name, which means honeybee. So when she's walking around um, with my name, breaking me down, telling me she won't work with me for 20 years until she has so much guilt, probably. And then she finds out I'm part Spanish and the Creole. I mean, it's just, I don't know, man. It's just, you know, I've worked with black artists, and I wasn't like, well, you're not, you're not white, and you're not white and Spanish, so I'm not going to work with you. Uh, Melissa Morgan's our guest here. We're on uh, Icon and Friends here. We've got about uh, 25 yeah. minutes left with Melissa. You know, I'll tell you what, Melissa, let me ask you this. And I'm not trying to be a smart ass. <laughs> excuse okay. me. I'm not trying to be a smart ass with this question. Yep. Will the, do you think there could ever be any reconciliation between you and them? You know, I think, I think, um, I think that I, I would assume my father was pretty strict when I was young. And if you look at, like, Serena Williams, the Williams sisters, their dad was, like, a legend with raising them and raising them into the beautiful women that they are today, right? And they're very competitive. But I think a lot of our fathers raised us that way, and our families did. And I think that all of us girls are naturally competitive, but we're all women. And some of these women are playing bullshit games that only children and teenagers do. And the reality is, is when you've got that much money in the bank, why fight somebody that hard? So the fact that they've fought me as hard as they've fought me and taken the low blows and done the things that they've done to make my life harder, why should I have empathy for people that don't have empathy for me? That's what I'm wondering. Right, I don't exactly. Understand, I don't exactly. understand why yeah. I always have to be... I, I don't understand why I always have to be the tolerant, nonviolent, peaceful person for 20-something years with wonderful writing capabilities and skills, and I have to be crying and broken down because a group of girls decided that they wanted to react high school in our adult lives, and then they want to pretend that they're queens. Please. You yeah. know what I mean? Melissa, if, if they had if, any, if, yeah. I got it. Might get a movie Mean Girls. Here's, so that's, that's, I don't know. They would, they would really <laughs> have to earn. You can't. Sit. They would. They would really have to earn it individually. And I don't hold them all in one group. 
I hold Gaga, Taylor, Miley, and Beyonce individually, but I know that they talk. I know that they talk okay, among so I Okay, so, Icon, I, I want to ask this quick, just, just, and, 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 and I'm going to let you finish, but, haha, see, I okay. what I tied in there. Anyway, so, no, I, I did want to ask, um, <laughs> you, I, we, we, we know the deal with Miley, and we know the deal with Gaga in terms of, you know, directly, I mean, and Beyonce, rather, in terms of directly affecting you. What has, well, has is Taylor just is Taylor I, just guilty by association with, for you or what? Uh, yeah, I Taylor? think that Taylor. It, I think that Taylor was invited. This is my my guess. I think okay. that Beyonce reached out to Taylor Swift to work with her when she wouldn't before, based on what took place with the idea of us working together previously. I know that when it comes to the women and it comes to abuse of guys. Even when supposedly Jay-Z, I don't know what goes on between Beyonce and Jay-Z, but in their real life compared to the media and how the media blows things up and makes things seem, you know, whatever, for to sell magazines, to sell, you know, to sell media stuff, you know, to sell publicity. But, but I will say that all of the women, as a true feminist, when it comes down to abusive partners and abusive males, and males that isolate us and try to do weird, crazy things to us and silence us, I will always uh-huh. be supportive of women in situations like that. But Oh, of course. Okay. I've been okay. in situations like that myself, and I feel like the women have a higher expectation of being actual feminists and really sticking together when women are in vulnerable situations because – some of us, it's almost costed our lives. For me, I'm a survivor of domestic abuse, and I, my life was almost taken. So I don't really think it's funny when there's a group of girls that are fucking off, making my life harder, when I've been had the shit kicked out of me and I went through hell with a male where I could have died. I don't think it's funny when there's a group of girls that are still playing games with me and they think that's funny on top of stuff that I've already been dealing with. Who would want I mean, Yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely right the middle school would, stuff. For sure. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, you know what I mean? So, did, Melissa, did she extend an olive branch to you? Oh, sorry. What's that? Well, listen, did she extend – like, is, is she um, aware of uh, your feelings currently, or is she, like um, – did she still think that you're, like, willing to go to Texas, or uh, – like, no, what's her I'm pretty, current I'm position? Sure, I'm, I'm pretty sure me not going to Texas is what – had Taylor Swift and Beyonce come up to Minneapolis, Minnesota out of the entire globe during my album release. I mean, they could have went anywhere. They could have went to New York. They could have went to L.A. They could have went to Miami. They could have went anywhere. But out of all the places in the world, Dubai, you name it, Africa, you know, Europe, anywhere, out of anywhere in the world, they chose to come to Minneapolis, Minnesota the same year as my album release, and Taylor Swift decided to play at Pride, which is where my album release was supposed to be, for flowers. So wow. I, just, I, find it, I find it really odd. Um, I find it odd. It's just, it just seems kind of weird. It's like, you know, Minneapolis is a small city. We, we take pride in being the Minneapolis, being the small New York, right? Pride in that. It's a very unique city. It's not as big as New York, not as big as Los Angeles. But we've got good people here from Minneapolis, Minnesota. And we take pride in who we are. We've got Prince. Janet Jackson recorded her first album off of Nicolette Avenue, and she used to work with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. And we've had a lot of great people out of the Twin Cities. And for whatever reason, 
you've got, you know, there's someone that's been born from here. And for whatever reason, people either don't take me seriously enough or they've got to mess with me or they've got more money and more clout. So they, they get off of it. They get off of the negative energy. I, I don't know. But, uh, Melissa is our guest here. We got about, uh, we got about uh, 29 minutes here with Melissa. Now, let, let me say this, Melissa. I'm not just saying this because you're on the show with us. Uh, and we do appreciate you taking time out of your schedule uh, to be on with us tonight because uh, this is a topic that I know that you are passionate about talking about, and I'm glad that you're able to do this. I'm not just saying this because you're on the show, but when it comes to Miley Cyrus, uh, Beyonce, Taylor Swift, Lady Gaga, all those, and like I say, I'm not saying this just because you're on with us. You are a much better person than they are. You know, I don't And even, I and I, I, I say right. Go ahead. I just uh, you know, I'm not I'm not God and I'm not going to pretend to play God. Um I just I don't know all of their individual stories and their walks and their struggles, but there's nobody out here. There's, there's, you know, unless you're like in roller derby or you're like in hockey and you've got to like smash into somebody in the boards and like steal the puck. I mean, there's nobody out here that I'm trying to harm or that like I don't want them to be able to get a Grammy or to be able to get what is theirs. But here's the difference. People stealing names, stealing culture, stealing the names of their album. And dropping, dropping a single, like what Miley did, dropping a single track with the intention upon my album release of suing me for royalties of my whole album right off the get-go with the amount of money she's got with who her dad is. I mean, that's like saying, you know, you move in a neighborhood in the middle of nowhere in, like, Minnesota, and there's a bunch of rich people, and there's somebody, you know, that moves in, and they don't really have as much as everybody else, but they're willing to work, and they're willing to put in the same as everybody else but they won't even let them. They won't even let them right off the bat. They're like, no, we're going to just take everything you've got right off the bat. We're going to kick you out. You're, you're not allowed here, you know? And that, that's bullshit. It's America. Everybody's allowed here. Everybody deserves to have the freedom to be able to pursue their dreams. And there's, there's nobody out here that I'm making it hard on. And it's, it's, as much as I love you for saying that and being sweet, I just, I cannot excuse what some of these girls have done, and I, I don't understand why people are that pathetic. You know, I mean, what 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 is it about me that is so threatening that that you feel like you have to go out of your way? If you've got bill, you know, Beyonce, she's got billions of dollars. Taylor Swift has got billions of dollars. Why do they got to come to Minneapolis, Minnesota at the same year as my album? Like, why? Are you that intimidated? You can't share. You can't share a Grammy. You don't got enough grandmothers on yourself? You're going to die if you don't get enough Well, I think this day and age, more so than ever before, with all of the uh, all of the, the different avenues of you know, social media and all of the different streaming platforms, you know, from, you know, from Spotify to Apple Music to you know, Deezer to you know, iCloud to all the different – I mean there's 50 different streaming apps that you can, I, I could think of that I could name, um, plus – with the way people like to browse YouTube and browse TikTok and browse different things, these artists don't have as firm of a grasp on the game as they did back when CDs were out. 
and yeah, and I mean, you know you had to do you had to use LimeWire and that like somebody could stumble across you. Somebody could stumble across you on Spotify just doing a, a random artist search or, you know, stumble across you wherever and yeah, go, wow, you know, I really like her stuff. Right, but isn't hmm? isn't Spotify owned by Jay-Z? Oh, well, I'm just yeah. an example. I'm just saying, wow. I'm just saying an example. Some, somebody somebody could, could, could stumble across your stuff and go, wow, I really like that. I'm going to start listening to her. Oh, wow, this is – and the more clicks and views and listens you get, the less they get. And, and that's, I think that's why they're activated because they know that, that, that it's so much easier to find new music nowadays. I mean the thing is – I'm not trying to take fans away from the current artists that are already out there. There's so many people in the world that people can listen to multiple artists. I mean, my whole life, I don't just have one artist in my music room. I've got a whole selection of vinyl. You know, it's alphabetized. You know what I mean? I'm not mad if people listen to five, six artists and they listen to eight artists that are female artists of nowadays. There's room for everybody. So I just, I just don't know why people have fought me so hard I think that my name has something to do with it. If you go to Minneapolis, Minnesota, and you go around and people actually look at the area, there are shops that have the word honey in them. Honey and honey bees, we'll give a shout out to them. We got honey and rye. We've got literally companies because they flow with the frequency of where I am. This is my birth given right. This is what I do, and this is, this is my path. So the fact that people keep trying to fight me from it by stealing my name, stealing my album, you know, hacking me. I've been hacked, but everything is backed up. So we've got all the attorneys have it. We've got it all backed up. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I would be embarrassed if I stole somebody else's. I never, I never wrote her lyrics that she had written for Flowers. It's kind of cute. You know, it's kind of inspiring. It's like um, you can take yourself dancing and buy yourself flowers. That, it's kind of cute, but what was the intention behind it? When you see her accepting the Grammy, she's like, why did I do this again? She didn't even know why she did it because she tried to convince herself after stealing my shit that she was still a good person, and she even said it out loud at the Grammys, and she said, oh, that's right, I did it for me. That's what she said. She wasn't thinking about anybody else but herself. She didn't think about her actions or how it would affect other people that spent two and a half years writing an album from front to back with no millionaire team. No billionaire team, um, no ghostwriters. I wrote everything. So, so you know, I don't know. It's just wrong. She was sued previously um, for three hundred million dollar lawsuit that settled with a, a Jamaican group. Actually, she was uh, accused of culture appropriation before. And if anyone does the research, they'll find this to be true. And she stole from the Jamaicans, and that settled for three hundred million. And it was a Jamaican thing. You know, so I don't know who would steal from the Jamaicans. I mean, they all seem pretty cool to me. I love Bob Marley. I have a total love and admiration for that man. And if he was alive today and I had the chance of being his wife, I would marry that guy. But I have no intention of stealing from Jamaicans. I have no intention of stealing from anybody in the black community or the white community or the Spanish community. I'm just claiming what is mine, what I worked for, and what is my birthright and my origin. And I refuse to back down. I want people to know that I'm now kind of the underdog at this point because of how nice I've been for too long. And I think people need to know that, you know, this age, you know, I'm in my late thirties. 
I was supposed to be retired by now. I was supposed to have been to Los Angeles, been to the Grammys, been done with it, wrapped it up, came home, bought a place out in Minnesota, chilled out, you know, helped out my people, and just, you know, went in from time to time like, hey, how you guys doing? Okay, yep, I have a single here. I'd like to, you know, there's no dream in me that was like, I want to be famous and I want to be creating music at 40, 45 years old. Like, it was never, it was never a thing. I never even thought I would live to be older. I thought I was going to die young in, in real life because of the challenges I've had in my life and the people that um, I've had to, like, escape from and always get to safety. And um, I've led a really interesting life, and, and it's been not really easy and fun. But, but I appreciate you guys. You know, thank you for having me on. And um, I, I do want well, to encourage on. people. Hold on one second to... before, before you get yeah. to that. Yeah, before you get to that, real quick here, uh, Melissa Morgan is our guest here. we got about uh, 10 minutes left here on uh, the Icon and Friends Power Hour Plus. Here's what I want to yeah. do, Melissa. If our fans wanted to check you out and see you, uh, how can they find you? Do you got a Facebook, an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a TikTok? How can our fans find you and support you? Yeah. So my last album was called Black Sheep, and the current one was called Flores Flowers. And essentially what we did is we talked with attorneys due to the Miley Cyrus thing, and we, I took everything offline until our attorneys can figure out kind of what's going on. Because I refuse to pay Miley Cyrus a dime from something that I've written that's time-stamped back in 2021 just because she could move faster and stole it and then hired a bunch of people to hurry up and pretend like it was something that she created. It doesn't mean that it made it right. So... I took everything down. I have a Facebook. There's 5,000 people on it. It's reached, it's reached the maximum. There's a band page on there that people can friend, um, that they can follow on there. I'm in the middle of uh, my website is basically being rebuilt. And when it's finished being rebuilt, these songs will be downloadable. They'll, you, you'll be able to download the songs from the website. But until the attorneys come to an agreement on this, I'm not going to be, um, you know, I don't want anything from Miley Cyrus. I don't want a dime from her. I don't want anything from her. I want her to admit to a nation what she did and that what she did was wrong. And I want her to grow up, accept some accountability. And I want the world to understand that this was time stamped and written. And there was a, a, a whole album. It wasn't a song, you know? So, I just, I don't know. If somebody, well, you know, Elon Musk, Elon, Elon Musk is a bad example, but if somebody went to Elon Musk after he invented Tesla and they took the whole car and all the patents and then they, like, changed it up and then they released it, but they released it before he did, and then they were like, oh, if you release your car now that I have, I'm going to sue you and take everything. That's what she did. That's what she did, and she's fooled everybody, and, you know, so as soon as I get clearance that I don't have to shelve this, and I refuse to change the name, I'm not changing the name of my album. I'm not doing it. So I'm going to keep it the same. If the girls want to fight me every single year in Loring Park and come up here during Pride Festival and do the same thing every year, I guess I'll have to be ready for it. But Paisley Park is off the menu. They're not going to sell it to Jay-Z. Jay-Z's not going to be buying Paisley Park. All of the locals here, they're not going to sell it to them. It's not going to happen. So, here's where I'm going to 
people, hold on real quick, people got Texas pride, right? And people got New York pride, and people got New Jersey pride, right? Well, there's pride in Minnesota, too. You know, there's, 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 there's a lot of people involved in this here of people that I refuse to let down that are, that are from this state as well. And it doesn't mean I don't like all the other states in America. It just means I haven't forgotten where I've came from. And there's, there's a group of people here that I can't let down, you know? So I'm still here. You and I, you, you, you and I are Minnesota tough. Let's not forget that you and I both live in Minnesota. You're in the cities. I'm in Twin Valley. We're Minnesota tough, but here's the here's the thing, Melissa. Real quick, here we got about six minutes left here before our theme song hits, uh, and okay. then uh, we uh, and then I want to give everybody a preview uh, for Attitude Era Monday Live Monday next Monday night uh, back on Ken's FM. Of course, we have another big show planned for you. We want to have everybody tune in for that. Our guest uh, next week will be uh, Yan Birch. Uh, we'll be Harley Whalen and we'll be Rick St. Clair. So uh, you okay. can check out our Facebook page, Attitude Era Monday Live Monday, for uh, the interview on those guests. But here's what we're going to do, Melissa. Yeah. We want to have you on our other show as well. When you're ready to release your songs, we want to have you on Attitude Era Monday Live Monday. Now, the thing is, it'll be a little different. We have to keep PG language because. That show at that time does not have a seven season delay like this one does. Okay? So we want to have you back with us. When you bring those songs out, we want to have you back on with us. We want to play your songs on Ken's FM and get you taken care of. That's what we'll do for you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, Melissa, what's your percentage on your phone right now? Just out of curiosity. it's almost 15%, so it actually finally held on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really but I just, you know, my, my, I really just want to say this one more time. There's room for everybody in the industry, and people do not need to play as dirty as they're playing. Like, they just don't need to, you know. It's just so stupid. Oh, so it just, you know, if you don't have a variety of music and a variety of artists to listen to, what does the next generation have to have an inspiration from? And, if I, if I said that I drew inspiration from one artist, I'd be lying. So to try to cut off somebody and, and eliminate them, and then, and then once you've done that, you've got to work with a group of girls, and you've got to be even meaner, and you've got to try harder to, to keep the person down. I mean, all of that is going to end eventually, especially if the person has a calling on their life. If they have a calling on their life and they're blessed, at that point, the people that are doing that are messing with the creator. So I just, it's not how I play. You know, I don't, I, don't, I don't really play like that. But I do expose things. I expose things. I like bringing truth to things. And I, I was going to, do you know who Johnny Lang is? Yeah, Kid Johnny yeah. Lang. Yes, from Fargo, North Dakota. Johnny Lang, yeah. So I want you guys to know, and this is no, it's not like poor me or pity me. It's not like woe is me. But on, 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 some, on, on a real level here. I really got to the point where I was like, I said, the, he- the heck with it. I'm going to pull a Johnny Lang. I'm leaving, I'm leaving Los Angeles, and I'm never going back. I'm never going to write again. And I put my bass down, and I went in solitude, and I went in prayer, and um, I spent a lot of time alone, and I just stopped writing. And I was very sad from all of it. And so I just think that 
that in itself and then some of Johnny Lang's experience, it's just, it's just sad. The world is the way it is and people are the way they are and they're going to do what they want to do and whatever. But, but um, I just, I just felt like it's, you know, it's not just me anymore. I have children. It's not fair to my children. And um, every, it's just not, it's just, it's just so, it's just stupid. So I, I just, I don't know. I, I just think it's these people have been wasting their time, and I think that they've had an advantage. You know, no one's, you know, do you know who Floyd Mayweather is? Absolutely. Yes, I do. Boxer. He's a great boxer. Yeah. So he's one, of my, he's one of my favorite boxers of all time, of all time. And I watched that man's story, and he was kind of an underdog before he became, like, the biggest thing ever. And then even after he retired, as a black man, one of the best boxers of all time, you know, people tried to then pull him out of retirement and take away his clean title by getting him to fight Conor McGregor. And I'm like, why are you doing this to this man? You know, he's, he's been an excellent fighter. He's fought. Well, they made some money off of that one, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know what's like, yeah, I don't know what's staged in the industry and if it's, you know, if it's just for viewers or what, but, but I just, you know, you see kind of agendas at times, and it just, it just seems like, you know, I loved the, the story of him, him being an underdog and coming up. And everybody likes that. Everybody likes the underdog finally coming up, surpassing their struggles, and actually making it, you know. And so I never thought I was going to be an underdog. I never thought I was going to be in a position where people were fighting me that they wouldn't allow me in, and they were making it hard on me when they didn't need to. I never thought I would be in a position like that, but I saw other people's stories and I'm like, some win, meaning like, uh, I mean, they can get Grammys. I don't care. I don't, I'm not salty. I'm not shady about other people succeeding. I'm just upset when people go out of their way to block me for my success. That's, that's when it's like that. Nah, this isn't cool. You know, you're, you know, I've got a level of integrity and so, you know, and I, and I have a character and, that's how I was raised, and I'm going to uphold that. So there might be people that try to ruin it, but, but you know, whatever. I don't know. It's, it's, it is what it is. I want to, yeah, I want to encourage people as well to look at, and this might be just a conspiracy, but I want you to know that my last name is not Morgan. My last name is Hadaway. My name was Morgan through marriage and whom I had children with. But I'm not Irish, and Morgan is not my last name. It's, it's been on Facebook. I can't change it. it. Facebook won't allow me to change my last name. I don't know why. I, I've, I've been, you know, maybe I just don't know the settings, and I'm not good with AI, but uh, it's, it's not my name. It's not my last name. But Lady Gaga, when she, back in the day, um, before she made paparazzi in her, in her tracks, there was this, that huge issue with Lena Morgana, which is really weird because the last name is really kind of similar to Morgan or what was my married name, Morgana. But Lena Morgana, did, you're from Jersey, aren't you? Who is, where's the guy from Jersey? Okay, do you remember hearing about Lena Morgana dying off the Staten Island Hotel in New York? That does sound familiar. That name and the, and and the, that was uh, around early two thousands. I want you to look this up. So she sang a song called "My Angel," 
And she said, the lyrics were, my angel, they're, they're coming close, they're near, I know it won't be long. And, and the lyrics were, I don't fear. She was like, I don't fear, my angel, my angel is always near. And she ended up dying off the Staten Island Hotel in New York. Lady Gaga, as we know, lived in New York. Lady Gaga and Lena Morgana were in an all-girl band together, okay? The mother of Lena Morgana... The mother of Lena Morgana has said endlessly that Lady Gaga killed her daughter, that she drove her to her dying. In paparazzi, in paparazzi, Lady Gaga reenacts her boyfriend pushing her off a balcony and pushing her to her death in the video Uh, paparazzi. The song prior to that, Aura, the the song prior to that, Aura, which is not a well-known track by Lady Gaga, it never made it really big, but Aura... Lady Gaga raps about driving by Highway 10, which Highway 10 is the highway that goes by Staten Island Hotel, which is where Lena Morgana died. And she talks about killing a person and stuffing him in her trunk. So, Jeez. Jeez. either way, there were, there were, it was kind of like there were, there were, on a psychological level, there were hints through her videos that something went wrong with this girl and she was killed. But guess what? When I lived in Lorraine Park, where I wrote Flores, where I lived for 15 years, guess what the name of the building was that I lived in? Lady Gaga? It was a hotel. It was a hotel just like Staten Island Hotel. And the maintenance maintenance men there, when I lived out in Los Angeles and I moved back to Minneapolis, back to the Oak Grove Hotel, the maintenance men had an odd thing where they had to go to the rooftop and lock the building door. They had this knee-jerk reaction. We've got to lock the top floor, et cetera, so forth. And so we don't. No one ever really knows if Lena Morgana was pushed off the Staten Island Hotel and died, or if she threw herself off the building and killed herself. But we know that her and Lady Gaga were in a girl band together, and one of them died, and one of them's alive, and the one that's alive is very, very famous. So. And I've heard that was the end, right? I don't know. I mean, everybody, everyone's got to do their own research, but look up Lena Morgana. Look up My Angel, her song. Listen to it. Look at how they were in a girl band together, and I would recommend for people to listen to Aura, and then look at Paparazzi, and look at it back to back, because it's so obvious. Like, I don't know, if everybody around me just started dropping dead and then I made music videos about it, I would think for people to think it's a little weird, but that's just me. Hey, guys, uh, we're, uh, uh, okay, guys, we're, uh, we're getting uh, to the top of it. Our show is about, we got about, uh, we got about 120 seconds. Uh, I'll tell you what, Melissa, once again, uh, I thank you for taking time out of your schedule to be on with us. Uh, you yep. are an awesome friend, and I appreciate your friendship. Thank you. And I'm hoping if there's any way that we can uh, set it up when uh, I uh, come down to the Twin Cities in uh, August for the uh, state fair that you and I can maybe get together and have some lunch uh, and uh, you know, uh, go can, and have a little can, lunch together. You can keep my info. I would love to sing for you guys um, on the radio if you ever want me to sing, and then I will give you the information awesome. to People can go on the website and download the music, and then I should be set for tour. I'm uh, just finishing with the attorneys, so then we'll see from there. But I appreciate your guys' your support. I really do. I appreciate you reaching out. 
And I just, I want people to stay vigilant, do their research, do their homework, and know that my name is Melissa, which means honeybee. It means miel in Spanish and Espanol. And um, my nickname is Minnie. I had family members named Minnie, and I'm Minnie from Minneapolis. But my birth name, my birth given name is Melissa, which means honeybee. So I just want people to know that. And I love you guys. And um, stay on the mushroom. Melissa, we love you too. And yes. uh, like I say, when I when I'm down in the cities, I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll send you a text message, let you know when I'm coming down, and uh, hopefully we can uh, get together. I'll uh, I'll buy you some lunch or something, and uh, we can uh, continue uh, talking. Well, I'll keep yeah. tab with you. <laughs> well, let's have right. a great tour, man. Have a great, fantastic tour, also. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Well, I tell you what, we've got another great. We've had another great episode of Icon and Friends. Uh, next week, we have a psychic medium who's going to give uh, tarot readings for all of us. Next Tuesday night from uh, uh, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, and, uh, we, uh, and Luke, you'll be able to join us next week? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Big Swing will be with us next week because uh, he's off on Tuesdays. And uh, basically what we'll do, the first hour, uh, we'll uh, continue the yeah, conversation we had about VR. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll talk about VR and uh, a couple other people I have issues with, uh, which is a lot. Oh, God. And, uh, we'll, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, you guys, and, uh, is, is the gentleman from New Jersey still here? Yes, he is. Oh, yeah. Yes, he is. Sir, I want you to uh, – I want you to check out the Hindu temple in New Jersey while you're there, and I just want to say namaste oh. to you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Namaste. I, I definitely will. Uh, you got me down a lot of rabbit holes tonight, so I've got a lot of research to do now. If I ever go to New Jersey, I'm definitely checking out the temple there for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, well you know, it's a, yeah. I'm not, you guys, I'm not we got go about uh, 30 seconds here. I'm not going to go by Highway um, 10 and Staten Island Hotel. No. <laughs> <Good night. laughs> Do not. <laughs> you can forget about uh, 30 seconds here uh, before, I th- uh, before our uh, theme song plays. Uh, once again, thank you, Melissa, for being here. We are going to have you on again. Uh, Luke, uh, we'll see you uh, next week again where we use the force. Yeah. Uh, the icon will be yeah. next week. The show Monday nights. And uh, Big Swing will be here as well. Uh, I guess with that being said, I guess we're out. You think you know me?
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.